That's right, double cracks. That means we're back, baby. Shed some light, episode 60, the big 6-0, coming to you on this Friday. Michael and Jack, we've got our great-tasting, less-filling beers in hand, ready to rumble. Jack, how the heck are you? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty tired. Oh, okay. I had a long day at work today. There was a rain delay during practice, and it just pissed me right off. Let me tell you. <laughs> okay. Uh, and I'll tell you why it pissed me off. Because we were practicing outside, obviously. It rains. We all go into the locker room. Mm-hmm. We waited there for 45 minutes. It's not like we have an indoor field that's just a couple, you know, 100 yards away from where we practice outside. <laughs> not like that it's not like that that's a thing yeah couldn't just go practice there nope we had to just sit there for 45 minutes and wait and then finish the rest of practice afterwards with me right off gotta uh you know train in the elements obviously not (laughs) (laughs) we said let's go inside but let's just not practice yeah yeah hey well happens i guess that's just pissing me right off. Uh, something to brighten your spirits, maybe. You, do you know what today's episode marks? 60 episodes. 60 episodes, which is 20% of 300. And our goal by 300 is to get Luke Combs on the show. So we're 20% there. How are you doing? <laughs> so if anyone is happening to listen to this, whether you know, as it first comes out or in the future and has any connections to Luke Combs, we would love to get to share a Miller light with him. So let's try and get him on the show. We got plenty of time. I know another 240 episodes, but Hey, just thought I'd throw that out there. Um, with that being said though, you want to jump into some sports talk for today? Let's jump into some sports talk. Okay. Sports, sports, sports at seven. What do you want to get into first here? Uh, I actually kind of have a lot to talk about. Uh, I kind of want to get the stuff that, you know, isn't our teams related out first. All right. Taysom Hill. Did you see the fucking contract he signed? No. Four years, $140 million. (laughs) Now, don't get me wrong. I am a big Taysom Hill fan. What the fuck is that contract? With the Saints? Yeah. I thought I thought I thought the Saints were having a bunch of cap problems. I'm I'm pretty sure he he signed with the Saints it's 4 years 140 million. Holy nuts. How did I miss that? That's insane. Dude, he is as you were saying, I'm a fan of him too. He's like a Swiss army knife. The main objectives of Hill's 4-year 140 million extension. Dang, yeah. good for him. And like, don't get me wrong. Like I said, I'm with you. Like, I'm a big fan of Taysom Hill. He, I'll, I'll be honest with you, he's not worth that much money. No, no, he's just not. Yeah, no. And and like, I saw that, and I was like, there's no way that's a thing. And I was like, I was blown away that the Saints were like that. Like, Taysom Hill is 100 percent their best option, mm-hmm. but he's 100 percent not worth what. $32 million a year? Yeah. $35 million a year? Sheesh. That's insane. I mean, good for him, though. That's, that probably makes him, like, top five highest-paid quarterback in the league. Yeah. He's making four years, $140 million. Good Lord, dude. 
That's insane. Yeah, that is. That I, did, is. I just didn't. I, that was one thing I just wanted to like kind of touch on real quick. So I was like, I don't understand this contract at all. I don't either. Especially because, as I was saying, I thought that the Saints were having a bunch of salary cap issues. It's, and, and the article I read was like, it's designed to like help them in the salary cap. I guess it's like backloaded real far. Oh. Like he's only going to make like, I want to say it's like 12 or 15 million this year. And then <laughs> as it goes on, yeah. See? Only. <laughs> um, yeah. So I don't know. That's just crazy. Yeah, uh, definitely. Other thing I wanted to talk about uh, that involves, you know, NFL and stuff like that. Uh, I am adding um, uh, the ESPN app to my shit list because uh, they posted a thing the other day, got it on my phone, mm-hmm. or I got it, I saw it on my Apple Watch, mm-hmm. pops up, NFL free agency alert with the little red buzzer thing. Yep. Scroll down. The picture is Russell Wilson escaping the pocket, like, and he's throwing it, and as he's throwing it, he's getting tackled by this guy. Mm-hmm. The guy he's getting tackled by, you can only see, I'm dead serious, his waist up. Okay. And it's the end for the Giants. And the free agency news was that the fucking DN for the Giants is just re-signing with the Giants. <laughs> Fuck off. You can't put that picture there. <laughs> Man, you know, I immediately was like, oh, Russell Wilson signed somewhere. He got traded. I was like, I was hyped. Scrolled down. Some DN for the Giants just gets re-signed. I was like, this picture has more of Russell Wilson in it than it does the guy from the Giants. And you know they did that on purpose just to oh, 1, percent get the clicks. And I was, and I, it pissed me right off. Let me tell you. Well, their strategy worked. I didn't click on the article. I just told them <laughs> to go fuck themselves. Yeah. They're on my shit list now. Also, right. speaking of which, quarterbacks, <clears throat> I would like to do a little comparison. Okay. Well, before, before we do the comparison, I'm, you know, I told you this earlier. I am so glad. That I am now a Buffalo Bills fan. <laughs> my boy Mitch Trubisky, baby, is going to the Bills. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Ten God going to the Buffalo Bills, baby. And that's why I'm a fan. That was that's why I'm a fan of the Bills. That was so funny that it broke like literally a day after you did the spinning wheel and picked the Bills. <laughs> Let's go, baby. Let's go, Bills, dude. Bills are winning the Super Bowl and Mitch is gonna get a fucking ring. Let's go. There you go. There you go. Speaking of which, I want to do a little comparison of Andy Dalton and Mitchell Trubisky since 2017. Okay. Right? Yep. Completion percentage. Andy Dalton, 61. Mitch Trubisky, 64. Yards per attempt. Andy Dalton, 6.71. Mitch Trubisky, 6.73. Total QBR. Andy Dalton. 48.9, 48.9, Mitch Trubisky, 51.9. Touchdown to interception ratio, 1.69 for Dalton, 1.73 for Mitch. Now, I don't want to be the guy to say it, but what the fuck? Come on. So, you know, I got another stat to throw out here for you, which I thought was hilarious and perfectly in line with the Bears here. I don't know if you had a chance to take a look at Super Bowl odds. Bears went down. Yeah, the Bears' Super Bowl odds went down after signing oh. Andy Dalton. Yep. <laughs> and 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 I I don't know if you saw any of what Big Cat was tweeting, but like I kind of agree. It's like 
there's no need to be mean to Andy Dalton here. Everyone's like, what the fuck? Andy Dalton sucks, which he does. But, like, there's no need to be, like, extra mean to him. Ryan Pace is just a fucking moron. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope that my hatred didn't come across as I hate Andy Dalton. I'll be honest. I don't like Andy Dalton. (laughs) Like, it's not his fault he got signed. Right, right. And did you see the reason why he signed? Because Pace and Nagy... Because we gave him $10 million. That's why he fucking signed. Yeah, but Pace and Nagy promised him the starting spot before, like, to in order to sign. Like, they're not even having a quarterback competition. <laughs> Jack's head is in his hands right now. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad I'm a Buffalo Bills fan. <laughs> Let me tell you, the quarterback competition between Josh Allen and Mitchell Trubisky is going to be a hot one. That'll be electric. Electric. It's going to be hot. Yep. That's what you like to see out of you know, uh, uh, just a competitor like Mitchell Trubisky. That that's a that would be a pretty fun quarterback room. Dude, it's a quarterback room I'd want to hang out with. Yeah, yeah. I'd crack open a couple a couple Miller lights with them. Absolutely. But uh, yeah, I just wanted to you know touch on that. Room quick okay uh other thing i wanted to talk about uh shout out to Notre Dame lacrosse three and oh big win Boom. over uh marquette 10 to three okay two people i want to touch on first of all shout out to pat cavanaugh younger brother of matt cavanaugh and he's a fucking monster he has they played three games or three and oh he has I believe I know he has at least eighteen, if not twenty, assists in those three games. Sheesh. He's averaging like six or seven a game. Okay, just absolutely getting buckets. Also, uh, shout out to Liam Entman, the goalie. This dude is an absolute fucking stud. Like he, they were uh, Paul Carcaterra, who's like the big time, like lacrosse announcer was commentating their game against Marquette. Mm-hmm. He said something that was a thousand percent true. I believe Liam Entman is a sophomore. And so he said, by the time Liam Entman leaves, he's going to be a consensus first team, all American best goalie in the country and possibly the best goalie to come through Notre Dame. Wow. Like he's that good. Okay. He is absolutely insane. Okay. So I want to give a shout out. Pat Cavanaugh, Liam Entman, both absolute studs. I really like this year's Notre Dame lacrosse team. I don't think they're getting enough love uh, because, like, normally they would have like that one star, mm-hmm. whether it was like Perkovic, Kavanaugh, Mikey Wynn, you know, yeah, whoever it was, they would have that one guy, and they don't like really have that this year. Mm-hmm. But I think it, it it benefits them because it's it was almost like that one person. Like, if you like honed in on them, it'd be like that's how you stop Notre Dame. Yeah. They just don't have anybody that's that one star. They're just all really good. And they're all like really unselfish. Um, so, and we actually finally have a guy that's good at face-offs for the first time, like maybe ever. Um, so don't sleep on Notre Dame lacrosse is what I'm going to say. Okay, good to know. Put Looking it in the notes. Real Looking real good. All right, last thing I have kind of for sports. Mm-hmm. Um, Archie Miller got fired. Thank the fucking Lord. <laughs> It's insane. It's insane how he could suck that much. It's almost impressive to suck that much. I'm going to be completely honest with you. Like I said, fantastic recruiter, 
got all the athletes, got a bunch of great players. He couldn't coach anybody. His dad would say he couldn't coach his way out of a paper bag. He couldn't. There, uh, they, whoever, like, you remember Upward? Yeah. I'd rather have a coach, I'd rather have a random coach from Upward Basketball. Coach <laughs> IU's team, Archie Miller. He had the worst offense I've ever seen. And it, like, this is the stuff that, like, blows my mind. Because, like, it is his job. He does nothing else than to sit there and, and watch IU basketball and watch other teams and be like, all right, here's how we're going to beat teams. Here's how we should play to our strengths. And he just didn't change jack shit all year. It just never worked. And he was just like, all right. It was like it was like they were running into a brick wall. And he was just like, hey, if we keep running into it eventually, like maybe we'll get through it. It's like, no, man. <laughs> hey, guess what? Like there's a door like right over there. And you just got to fucking open the door. It's yeah. Like, nah. Just keep going. We're just going to keep running. Well, it's insane how bad he was. Yeah. Especially he at sucked. a basketball school like that. He sucked. He couldn't, he, he's the worst fucking in-game coach I've ever seen. Go back to fucking Dayton. Go back wherever. Give me Brad Stevens. Give me Brad Stevens right fucking now. I guarantee you, I will be, IU will be consistently a top 10 team in the nation. I fucking guarantee it if if we get Brad Stevens. I mean, they got the athletes for it, no question. If we get Brad Stevens, I'm dead serious. We will be consistently a top ten team in the nation. I'd believe it. I want Brad Stevens so bad. So my uh, one other piece of sports to talk, touch on today. Uh, today is the first day of March Madness. Playing games are done. It's starting up tournament time today, noon. So hopefully you're listening to listening to this beforehand. If not, oh well. Have you filled out a bracket? Nope. Are you going to? Sure. <laughs> I was going to ask. Who... This is the least amount of college basketball I've watched because it's just been like, uh, like I don't even know if it has been a shortened season, but it feels like it's been a shortened season. And like, I just don't know who's good and who's not good. Like, I know, like, if you, and it, it, this might be like sacrilegious per se to, as like an IU fan to say this, but I'm, I kind of want Illinois to win. Really? Yeah. I don't know. It's just something about Illinois. That, like, I never, like, hated them at IU. They were always just, like, another team that we played in the Big Ten. I think it's fucking cool that they're good at basketball. I've been to their stadium. Their stadium's sick. And then I just like a team. You know what it is? I like a team that's orange. <laughs> I like their jerseys, man. It's fucking cool. Okay. okay. And I like, I, like, uh, I like Kofi. Kofi Cockburn. And however many times they're going to say whatever – other name on the air. His name's fucking Cockburn. You can't tell me otherwise. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. I just wanted to touch on that, see what your thoughts were, if you had a bracket, and how you go about picking in a year where neither of us have watched basically any college basketball. I I don't really have a strategy. I think it's just all gut feelings. Yeah. I feel you there. I filled um, mine out, and mine is so boring. Who, who do you got winning it all? Uh, Gonzaga. Which I know is not going to happen at all because um, I think that the last time a team went undefeated in the regular season and won March Madness was like the 80s with IU. It was Bob Knight. Yeah. So I I doubt that's going to happen, but like, I don't know. Gonzaga's undefeated. 
Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Gonzaga's another team that, like, I might just add Gonzaga basketball to my shit list. I swear to God. Right. They always get there and then just choke. Yeah, it's because they play fucking Sisters of the Blind out in California. They're having games. <laughs> I wonder why they're undefeated. And then they get to the they get to the game and they play like a fucking five seed from like the Big Ten or the ACC and they lose immediately. Yeah. So I have no confidence in any of my picks, but that's who I went with. I got I got no confidence in any of my. I I don't even know if I could tell you three of the four one seeds that I know for sure. I believe it is Gonzaga, Illinois, Michigan, and I want to say Iowa, but I don't know for sure. The Bears just cut Kyle Fuller. Yeah, Bears can fucking. I'm not a fan. Don't care. In order to save $11 million in cap space. Ah, that $11 million could be used to go to somebody else. Just kidding. We signed Andy fucking Dalton. (laughs) Not that I care. I'm a Bills fan. Right. Of course. Diehard Bills fan. Go Bills. Go Mitchell Trubisky. Let's fucking go. Gonzaga, back to basketball. Gonzaga's your one seed. Michigan is your one seed. Baylor is your one seed. And Illinois is your one seed. No shot I'm rooting for Michigan. But, uh, yeah, I got all, in my final four is all the other one seeds. And uh, I got Bama as the two seed coming out over Michigan in, in that region of the bracket. We were just talking about teams that are good at basketball and football the other day bama i didn't know that bama was good at basketball i mean i think i said the funniest part about that conversation was i think i said maybe bama a couple years ago with colin sexton was like i'm pretty sure my exact quote turns out they're probably better this year yeah just looking at their stats right now seventh overall net ranking they're only one in three versus the top 25 but they have the 10th best strength of schedule. Hmm. So. A lot of those stats I'm going to be honest with you, I don't understand. Like, like what? Like, so, okay. What, what did they say? 10th best strength of schedule? Yeah. But then you're one in, what, three against top 25 teams? Yeah. So who fucking cares? <laughs> I don't know. Like, why does your strength of schedule matter if you lose versus every good team? Yeah. You ain't wrong. Gonzaga 4-0 against the top 25. Yeah, they played 25, 25, 24, and 22 at one <laughs> point. You played, you played St. Mary's four times in a year. That's it. Gonzaga's strength of schedule, 34. Yeah, that's it. Right there. That's it. That's all that, that's all that really matters. Yeah, tough. Tough. Baylor's... I, mean, Bay- I, mean, I, know, I, know, I actually do know one player on Gonzaga. Okay. Jalen Suggs. And the only reason I know that was because he was like the number three quarterback in the nation in high school. <laughs> I'm dead serious. And he went to Gonzaga for basketball? Yeah. He was like the number one player in the nation for basketball and like the number three quarterback in the nation for for football. Hmm. There's a move. Gotta respect it, I guess. I guess so. I guess so. I guess so. All right. Well, we are going to grab some Miller Lite refills. We will be back after this break. We've got a top five draft and some did you knows because it's a Friday episode. So we will catch you then. Yeehaw. Ooh, that was a slow crack on that one. Hey, we're back with segment two here. 
shed some light on the big episode six zero. And today's draft, <laughs> as Jack was saying, is ba- I think is basically just going to turn into a rant because we are going to be drafting, in our opinion, the top five worst types of people. <laughs> and should be interesting. I can say that. So, Jack, you have the first pick this week. And oh yeah, <laughs> I'm ready for you to just go off. <laughs> All right. So this one, you can you can tell me to go more specific because I'll tell you. I'll I can narrow it down if you want me to. Okay. But I'm just gonna go people who can't drive or don't know how to just follow like basic laws of the road. And I know I've talked about this a lot on here, but I I have never I never get more mad than when I'm driving and the person in front of me doesn't know how to fucking drive. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. If you want me to go more specific, like I said, it's people who fucking stop at roundabouts, who who don't go when the light turns green, who go too slow and they go under the speed limit. Uh, it's, if it's a two-lane highway and the person on the left doesn't immediately pass the person on the right, like, I could go on for days about the people, like, what pissed me off when they're driving, but, like, the people that piss me off when driving, like, those are, like, I, if I could wipe out just all of those people i would okay so i got a question here real quick i have a on my list another driving characteristic that wasn't something that you mentioned is that pick still on the board for me sure okay perfect that's what i needed to know the other day the other day uh when i was driving to work there's a a left-hand turn that i have to take Mm -hmm. that leads immediately into a roundabout Mm -hmm. and I was so I was one car behind of like the start of mm-hmm. the you know, the light. Light turns green. Person sits there for a solid five seconds. I finally honk at them, and so and then they like start to go. So I'm immediately pissed off already that I just wasted like my time there. Yeah. And this person gets to the roundabout. No one coming from the left. Fully stops and like they must have looked every which way: left, right, up, down, behind, to see if there was a car. Like they they waited there for another like ten seconds. I honked them again. I was ready to get out of my car, throw them out of their car, and beat them up. <laughs> Nothing has pissed me off. Oh man. Okay. Good number one pick. Very fitting for you. Mm-hmm. All right. So my number one pick here is. Let me get my list pulled up. So this seems to happen to me way more often than what I think it should. So. You're walking down the sidewalk, right? And there's two groups of people, two couples, maybe something like that. You're going in opposite directions, right? And you're coming up to each other. And when it's a narrow enough sidewalk, you both got to kind of move out of the way, right? Mm-hmm. When the person coming in the opposite direction makes no attempt to get out of the way and just keeps on walking like you're not even there. And then you either have to like take a quick sidestep or you brush shoulders or something like that. I don't appreciate that. And I feel like I'm always the one that's stepping over and like last minute jumping out of the way and no one ever gets out of the way for me. I love the way that you said that. Like it sounded like you were trying to be as let like as, as the least amount of mean that you could be like, no, I don't appreciate that. <laughs> Just say, Fuck you. 
just fuck you. I hate you. Just, get out of my way. Just step out of the way, or I'm at the point where I'm ready to just stay squared up, and you can run into half my body. Body somebody one time. <laughs> you shoulder check them. <laughs> And then they'll know, like, if you ever see me again, you better fucking step out of my way. That's right. Yeah. I don't know why I'm always the one stepping out of the way and not just carrying on like everyone else seems to. Hey, I'm, 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 I like that. But that doesn't, that's not something that, like, like, truly, like, gets under my skin. I'm just like, that guy's a dick. And then I keep walking. Oh, yeah. I, that gets under my skin for sure. Okay. I like it. I like it as your first pick. All right. What you got? Right, number so, two. I feel like this one happens more than when, like, I'm going to, you know, describe it as. But, like, and this is going to take a lot of, like, breaking down for me to do. I'm, okay, so I'm going people who have bumper stickers. Specifically, <laughs> specifically, two. there's two in particular. Okay. One, the baby on board caution sign. And two, the people who have it that's like dog mom. Let me break it down. Fuck both of you guys. Hey, baby on board. What does that matter? I don't care. Like, what was I going to do? Hit your car and then be like, oh, well, now that it says baby on board, I'm not going to hit their car anymore. I'm going to drive the exact same fucking way I always do. You can drive however you want to. I'm not going to – I don't care that you have a, a child. So I think – don't quote me on this, but I think there's an actual reason for those, and it's if you get into a car crash, the um, like medics know uh, to look no, for a baby. I don't want to know that. Don't, <laughs> don't talk about that. I didn't hear that. Two, the dog mom. Dude, no, you're not. You just own a dog. You're not a mom. You didn't give birth to that dog. Like You, you just didn't. Dog mom is the mom that you took that dog away from. That's the real talk mom. Fuck you. You're not a mom. You're just a person with a pet. That's it. There's there's our new bumper sticker. Person with a pet. Person, dude. Yes, I I swear to God, I'd be like, I like that person. I'd be like, that person gets it. Oh yeah, that's pretty good. I like that. I like that. <laughs> All right, my number two pick here. Uh, this is a little bit of a throwback. What'd you say? I said, "Cat mom, suck my ass." <laughs> All right, my number two pick. Like I was saying, a little bit of a throwback here. Take us back to like the middle school, grade school days here. And uh, oh, getting an update on my computer. Hey. All right, back to business here. Um, the kid in class who speaks up and reminds the teacher about homework and or a quiz in which, you know, oh, you forgot yeah. about and you were like two minutes away from escaping it. And it always seems to happen on the quizzes and or homework that you either forgot to do or forgot to study for. Oh, yeah. It's like, come on, buddy. Just take one for the team. here. Getting away with it, too. Yeah. Like, oh, let's sneak out of here. Yeah. You get your hopes so high, you're like, yes, dude, I didn't do it. I didn't study. I'm going to skate free here. And then Johnny in the corner over there is like, nope, everyone's suffering. I, I agree. I agree. And it's like, like, dude, like, I don't care if you studied for it. Yeah. Like, you shouldn't want this either. Why do you want to take a quiz? Right. Right. So that's my number two. Okay. Um, 
Okay, so this one, this one again, is probably going to take some explaining for me to do. Okay. Um, so people who make a big deal about anything that they're doing, like like a life choice that they've made. So in particular, vegans. I don't give a fuck if you're a vegan, dude. Go for it. Do whatever you want. But the people who, like the vegans who are constantly like, oh, well, you know, you shouldn't eat meat because like X, Y, and Z. And have you ever been seen like a slaughterhouse? Like that's pretty crazy. And then like, you know, really since I've gone vegan, I felt a lot better about myself and just felt more, you know, in touch with the world. Suck my ass. Don't care, dude. I'm still going to eat meat. I'm fucking, I just don't care. You're not going to change my mind. Dude. You could lecture me every single day for 10 years in a row about why going vegan is better for you. And I'm still going to eat meat because guess what? It tastes good. That's it. It's, it's vegan. I'm making a big deal about it. Stop pushing your veganism down my throat. I don't care. <laughs> it's- I don't care. If we go out and like I order a steak and you order a fucking chopped salad. I don't care. Just be fucking yourself. Just be a vegan over there. <laughs> over there. It's vegans and CrossFitters that always <laughs> seem to have to bring that up. And it's just like, okay, buddy, we don't care. It's, it's, it's bringing things up. It's, it's more people who bring things up, like, without any, like, reason to bring it up. Like, that scenario, I'd be like, I'll take, like, a steak. And then they'll be like, I'll have a salad. And then they'll be like, did you know I'm vegan? And here's why. Didn't know you're vegan. Don't care that you're vegan. Just stop talking. Did I ask? Don't care. <laughs> if I didn't ask you, hey, man, why are you getting a salad? <laughs> then don't say that you're a fucking vegan and give me a whole spiel about how, you know, bad it is to eat meat and man, all this. Animals are friends. They're also food, so I'm going to eat a cow. I see nothing wrong with that. Stop telling me you're vegan. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. That was your number three? Yeah. All right. My number three, pretty self-explanatory here. Loud apartment neighbors, the absolute worst. <laughs> and or apartment neighbors who make noise complaints. Just come over, knock on my door, and be like, hey, can you turn it down? No. Okay, first of all, I – Unless it is truly outrageous. Like, I'm talking noise at, like, all hours of the night. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I will never condone a noise complaint. Because guess what? You chose to live in an apartment. That's what happens. Yep. We're sharing walls. There's nothing we can do. There are hundreds of people that live within hundreds of feet of you. What the fuck do you think? is going to be dead silent all the time, dude? Yep. Like, yep. it's going to be loud. It just is what it is. You you know you know what you're getting into when you like started like signing the lease to live in an apartment. I've I've lived in an apartment for about what two and a half years now, and never once have I even thought about putting in a noise complaint. I, I would I would never. Does it piss me I off? Even, I wouldn't even go and talk to the person. Does it piss me I off? Would, yes. Suck, dude. Yeah, you want to talk about a noise complaint? I listen to my neighbors have sex. At 1 p.m., like almost like clockwork. Like it's like, oh, 1 p.m., the people to the left of me are having sex. <laughs> I hope they can hear me talking right now. I hear you guys having sex all the time. Yeah, loud apartment neighbors, absolute woats. I agree. I like it. I like that. 
Okay, uh, I'm going. This is my number four. Yeah, I'm going. People, people who constantly ask you, "Are you okay?" Yes, you get you get one time to ask me this, and I'll tell you why. Because if I tell you yes, then I'm okay. If you ask me again, now I'm pissed off because you keep asking me. But now I'm not okay. <laughs> I'm not going to say that to you. So if you ask me twice, if you ask me two times, are you okay or what's wrong? I'll tell you what's wrong. You're fucking pissing me off right now. That's what's wrong. So just ask me once. And if I say nothing or I say I'm okay, end, end of discussion. That's it. You got one time to ask me that. Stop continuously asking me because now you're the problem. You're the one bugging me. And now I am not okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? People who care about Jack's well-being. <laughs> No, it's not. It's not <laughs> no, I know. Not. I know. I know. Who over cared about it. I'll tell you straight up. If I'm like pissed off or like something's wrong, I will basically tell you immediately. If you're like, what's wrong? And I'm actually like, something is actually wrong. I'll tell you. I'll be like, hey, bang, something's wrong. Okay. If you, if I say, if, if I say what's wrong, if someone says what's wrong and I'm like, nothing, dude, I'm good. And then like a couple minutes later, like, dude, like, but what's really wrong? You're acting weird today. Now I'm acting, I'm going to act weird because you're pissing me off and I don't want to talk to you anymore. All right. So see, I am the opposite. If someone asks me what's wrong or how am I doing, I will answer, I'm doing completely fine to about 98% of people. No but matter what my situation is in. I mean, like, obviously it depends on the person that's asking me. Yeah. But, but I'm like, well, like, I'll, like, like, I've gotten to the point where, like, I really just don't care anymore. So, like, I'll straight up tell anybody to their face, like, if you're pissing me off, I'll tell you. If someone else is pissing me off, I'll tell them. Like, I just, I just don't, like, I don't have enough time to, like, bullshit around anything anymore. So, I just, like, will tell you if something's actually wrong. So, like, if you ask me more than once, now I'm pissed off at you. That's what's wrong. So, just, if I'm, if, if I say I'm good, leave it be. Leave it where it lay. Fair. Fair. All right. Uh, let me see here. So my number four. Okay. This is what I was talking about at the beginning when you were mentioning about drivers, bad drivers. And this one actually just came to mind the other day while I was driving on the highway. And it is people who use the sides of the road, whatever those parts of the road are called to get around traffic. Shoulders? The shoulders. Yes. People who drive on the shoulders to get around traffic. I hope that you get four flat tires from doing that. that they could, do that. Like they just made them spikes over there. <laughs> I mean, like if you're like, um, you know, a cop or an ambulance or something and you really got to get around, all power to you. But if you're just a Joe Schmo who doesn't want to sit in traffic, buddy, everyone else is sitting in traffic. There's nothing special about you and you don't deserve that. And I feel plus, like that's a big city thing. Plus, the shoulders of the road are filled with a bunch of junk anyway, so I don't understand how they don't get four flat tires. It's true. I feel like that's more of like a city thing than anything. Pisses me off. I hate it. What yeah, makes- I haven't really, like, I mean, like, obviously the people, you know what you should have went with is uh, the people who merge late when they know they have to merge. Oh, that too, the or worst, that dude. Dude, fucking fly up you, there you, that would have been more related you've had two miles of warning to get over and you decide to get over in the last 20 feet eat dicks i'm not letting you in oh dude i will i will when i'm like 
because I'll always get over early. And so when I'm up there where it's like the end of the merge, I will like, like be, I'll be tailgating the guy in front of me and I feel bad for whoever does that. But I will stare down the person who was trying to get in in front of me and be like, not today, dude. Yep. Not a shot. Absolutely. I know you're a dickhead and you just drove up like the past five miles. So fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. Especially like I was saying, most of those times you have like two, three miles of warning. You've had like a full song's worth of time to get over. Oh yeah. Those people, those, see, I, I agree with you. The people who use the shoulders are douchebags, but I would have agreed with you more if you would have said the people who merch late. Fair, fair. Okay. My last one. And this one, I don't know. I feel like it may get a little controversial, but you know, whatever. I'm going <laughs> people who talk about politics a lot, especially in public places. Go fuck yourself, dude. If I'm at a bar and it, uh, like, and I'm with a group of people and I'm at a bar and you start talking about politics, I'll kick you in the throat and throw you out of the bar. I don't want to <laughs> talk about that, dude. It doesn't matter. I don't care. I don't want to know your opinion. There's never been a there's never been a worse time to bring up politics than like at a bar with people. Like there's just never ha- there's just never been a worse time. And it's like I don't care what you believe. I don't care who you voted for. I don't care what you believe in like political wise. What side you're left wing, right wing, Republican, Democrat. Don't care. I just don't. Yep. It's like a conversation about politics has never ended. Hey, a conversation about politics has never ended like civilly. Right. It always just ends with like "fuck you, fuck you." I don't, and then like the night's ruined. Yeah. And it's like, why do we even talk about this in the first place? We're at a sports bar right now. Right. Why are we talking about politics? Right. I'm with you. Just shut up. Sports and bars or it, or family functions. Like, there's no point to bringing anything like that up. There's a very few times when politics are like okay to talk about. Yeah. And, and we've talked about this a lot where our parents, in, in my opinion, in your opinion, and I feel like in just in general, raised us extremely well in the political world. Where it was, they never told us which way to vote, which way to lean. It was, hey, we're going to let you experience whatever you want and however you want to vote, that's fine. Yep. Yep. And I think that's exactly how it should be. And it's not that way. And I would say like 90% of the country. Yeah. Which is probably the biggest fucking problem. Yep. But like, just shut up with the politics. Don't fucking care, dude. Yeah. There, as you were saying, there's basically never a good time to talk about politics. It, and it's just like, and it, I don't know if it's just like now or it's always been this way in politics, but like nobody has ever been like, like having a political debate and ended it with, wow, that's a good point. It's always like, no, fuck you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like, and the worst part about it is like when people bring up politics, especially at a bar, I feel like they're always, they'll always ask you, like, especially in this election, last election, they'll be like, oh, like you voted for like Biden, didn't you? You Like, you'll be listen, like, I don't like talking about politics. Like, I just don't want to answer that. I'm like, oh yeah, you definitely did. It's like, dude, it doesn't matter. I would have answered that the exact same way if you would have been like, oh, you voted for Trump, didn't you? I'd be like, listen, I don't want to, I don't want to talk about politics. I would have answered it the exact same way. Yeah. Which is like, now you're making assumptions about me just because you think you know the way that I vote. Yep. yep. Shut the fuck up. Stop talking about politics. Talk about literally anything else in the entire world. I'm with you. 
fuck anybody who talks about politics. <laughs> I might just people. It just might just turn into politics. Just fuck all politics. <laughs> all right. So my number five pick um, has a little bit of controversy, kind of compared to yours, or kind of similar to yours, um, but on a much lesser scale. And I'm only saying that because I feel like I sometimes fall into this category. So I kind of hate myself for it. And that is the overly obnoxious fans from your rival school or team. Yeah. That's just, I mean, that's just rivalries in general. I feel like you're just like, I, I, I know that I can be very obnoxious about the teams that I root for, but nothing pisses me off more when I'm at a game and I'm sitting by someone who's cheering for the other team and like they have a good play or something and they just like have to like stand up and rub it in your face and all that kind of stuff. I'm like, buddy. But I, I almost kind of like that. I, I, I like it when I'm the person doing it. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm talking like, I'm talking like, like it wouldn't be fun if like Michigan fans came to Notre Dame and were just like, wow, what a play guys. That was, that was, that was cool. <laughs> oh, and see, no, like, no I, I want you to rub it in my face. So when we do something, well, I can rub it in your face. Yeah, no, I understand. I understand. And it's all part of the game. Like it's, it's a double-edged sword there, but I just, it, it pisses me off so bad. Those, those other fans. And like I said, I know that that is me going the other direction. So I can't like criticize them too much, but they are definitely people that get under my skin. I like that. Do you have any uh, honorable mentions? Um, I do. I have quite a few, okay. actually. Do you I have, have three. any? All right, let's hear yours. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with people who consistently tell you about, like, who give you, like, facts about whatever you're watching or doing. Like, okay. Like, when you're like, watching, like, a TV show or a movie, and they're yep. like, hey, like, did you know that this actor did X, Y, and Z? Don't fucking care, dude. I'm watching Batman. Yep. I don't care. Yep. Shut up. Stop talking. Or like you're watching like sports game. You're like, well, did you know that like Steph Curry averaged like fucking whatever at Davidson? Didn't ask you. Shut up. Watch the game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, people in the back of the plane that run to the front of the plane right as it lands. Oh, yeah. If you run out of your aisle and like try to get to the front of the plane to get off earlier, you can go fuck yourself. Yep. Don't like you. Uh, it goes front to back. That's how it happens. As it has for like however many years planes have been around. It's insane. The people consistently try to do it. Yeah. Um, and then you actually reminded me of this when you said uh, the person that, you know, like reminds the teacher of like the quiz. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going with the teachers who say that the bell doesn't dismiss you. I do. <laughs> No, dude, like the bell dismisses me. It's what the bell's there for, actually. <laughs> it's actually the bell's only job. It's literally the only reason the bell is there. Like, imagine the other side of that, like where, like, the, the teacher gets done teaching five minutes before the bell rings, and they're just like, yup, you guys can leave. It's like, that never happens. Yeah. The only time that you say this is when you want to keep us here after we're supposed to be dismissed. Right, right. <laughs> The bell, that's literally, like you said, that's the only, that's the only job the bell has. <laughs> and <delete. laughs> it's not your job. It really isn't your job. <laughs> the bell rings and the teacher's like, nope, everyone sit down. The bell's like, hey, eat dicks. This is all I got. <laughs> I just want one kid one time to like, like the bell rang. The teacher's like, hey, bell doesn't dismiss you. I do. And the stand up and be like, no, 
And the bell actually does. <laughs> I'll see you later. <laughs> just walk out of the room. <laughs> it's literally the bell's only job. I'll see you. <laughs> That's good. I like that one. I like that one. All right. My honorable mentions. I know that we've talked about this before, but uh, people who order more than one order in line at Chipotle. Oh, yeah. That's the what word. the app's for. Come on now. And, but at the same time, like I've been there. Again, yeah, same with my last one about the rival fans. I've been there too. I just I don't like it. Um, and let's see here. Uh, people who think that because they own a nice car, they deserve to take up two parking spots. Depending on the car. If you have that nice of a car, park out farther where no one's going to park. No, like, yeah, I'm saying the threshold is very high. Yeah. You have to have a car that, like, like one percent of people have. Yeah, and then you can take up two parking spots, and I'm I'm not gonna be like, all right, that's a dick. But like, if you just drive like a normal fucking BMW, and you're like, hey, like, I gotta take up two parking spots. Like, no, dude, like every douchebag like uh, accountant has one of those. So. And see, I I feel like I feel like people who drive the cars that fall into that threshold, like Lamborghinis, McLarens, Ferraris, they know to park farther out. It's people who drive those like cars where they think they're high end, but they're not like a Mercedes or a BMW. Those are the ones that take up the two spots close to the front of the parking lot because they think they're special. You're, yeah. So you're just basically, I'll sum it up for you. You're going uh, accountants and investment bankers. <laughs> just talk both of them. Sure. We'll go with that. Go. We'll go with Shit. that. The, in the, if, the, if that was a Venn diagram of like, uh, accountants and investment bankers, <laughs> douchebags who drive BMWs and take up two spots. It'd just be one circle. <laughs> There's no two. It'd just be one. They overlap each other. Yep. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. That was a good draft. I like that one. I like it. I like that, that one. Good. All right. So now let's get into our did you knows as we picked last week. Uh, this week's topic is hotels. Okay, and I have the first question of the week I'll be asking you first. This week, I don't know about you, but hotels actually had a lot of cool facts about them. Uh, yeah, I did like the facts. So I'm, I'm excited for that. I have a couple that I thought were, were pretty cool. Um, let's see here. So I have three questions, three potential questions lined up here for you. And I'm trying to pick out which one I want to ask here. Um, let me see. Okay. I'm going to go with this one because if you know this, I'll be very impressed. The Grand Hyatt in Cannes, France has this on staff to protect their guests. So I have two, I, I have two thoughts that go to this. Okay. What are those thoughts? <laughs> I'm debating which way I want to go. Okay. Well, you can just give them both, and I'll tell you if you're close. All right. I'm going with, like, a robot. Like okay. a type of a robot. All right. That is incorrect. Okay. My other one was, like, some type of animal. Okay. You're on the right track with that one. I, I knew it was going to be – and it's not – it can't be a dog because nope. I feel like that's, like, too easy. Nope. Yep. But then, like, I don't know, like, where the threshold, like, stops, you know, because, like, my next step up was going to be, like, an alligator. 
that is also incorrect. I was pretty impressed with this. A bear? Nope. I don't know. They have five atta- five attack hawks. I knew it was going to be a fucking bird. That they deploy in order to scare away other birds or animals or anything that tries to get on the property. I knew it was going to be a fucking bird. That's pretty sick. I do like that. They said they said that they get a lot of like a level celebrities, like high end guests, and they just have five attack hawks on guard at all time. I respect that. Yeah. So uh, I like that too. Like that's pretty fucking sweet. That's pretty sweet. <laughs> all right. Uh, I have I have two questions for you. I have two that I'm debating about asking. Okay. And I the one that I want to ask you, I feel like is I feel like you might know. All right, fuck it. I'm going with it. All right. Out of the top 25 largest hotels in the world, 60% of them are located in one place. Where is that one place? Um, this is a complete guess, and I'm only uh, – yeah, complete guess. Dubai. Big win. No. Vegas. Ah, Nuts. Out of out of the top twenty five, fifteen are located in Vegas. That's impressive. That's real impressive. Because okay, one of my honorable mentions was about a Vegas hotel room. Oh, hotel room. Yes. Would you like to hear that fact? Sure. So the Empathy Suite Sky Villa at the Palms Casino Resort in Las Vegas is actually the most expensive hotel room to stay in. Um, it costs approximately $100,000 per night. It has two floors, a chauffeured car service, and comes with a $10,000 credit to spend at the casino in the hotel. But it requires a two-night minimum stay. So $200,000 minimum to stay at, in that room. Have you seen I – like I like the hotel rooms that are like the ones that are underwater. Oh they yeah, see out the window. Dude, yeah, that, those are fucking sweet. But those are like twelve grand a night or something like that. Yep, yep. And That'd then the only other one that I had, um, the L- Lexus Hibiscus Port Dixon Hotel, located in Malaysia, has set the Guinness World Record for what? And that would be the most swimming pools. It has six hundred forty-three swimming pools in the hotel. Oh. <laughs> dude. It's like one per person. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, dude. That'd be so sick to stay there. <laughs> oh, dude, oh, are we trying to go there or what? Hey, trip the shed some light trip to Malaysia so that we can experience 643 swimming pools. Let's go. <laughs> All right, so. so I actually have I actually have two okay other facts. All right. Um. So, do you know what popular hotels in New Orleans do during Mardi Gras? Book their rooms. Nope. Uh, they put grease on the balcony support poles so that people don't climb into their hotel. <laughs> nice. I, nice. Okay. I Makes sense. Another one. I don't understand how this is even true, but guess what? It's on this facts.com, which is literally called kick ass. I'm going to believe it. Kick ass facts. Uh, Yep, that's okay. the website. Okay. And I don't understand how this is true at all, but I'm going to tell you. 
There is a hotel in Bolivia made completely out of salt, and licking the walls is strictly forbidden. Okay. I don't know how that's true. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I did see that. I just skipped right over it, though. I, I literally don't understand how that's possible. I don't either. I mean, I guess it's kind of possible. It just kind of forms all together, and then they carved it into that big salt rock. Maybe. But how is this? I just don't understand how it stays. <laughs> I don't either. I don't either. But hey, there you go. Learn something new today. Oh, hold on. Wait. This one. We got to talk about this. Okay. I love this rule. There is a law that says if you don't pay your hotel bill in Ontario, that legally that hotel can sell your horse. If you have a horse. Okay, well, looks like I can get away with stealing a hotel room in Ontario. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> Sell your horse? What kind of rule is that? I don't know. A Chinese construction company built a 30-story hotel in 15 days. That seems pretty fucking crazy. That, yeah. I don't like that. The hotel is energy efficient, has air 20 times cleaner than comparable hotels and can withstand an earthquake up to a magnitude of nine. Sheesh. Okay. China's fucking nuts, dude. <laughs> yeah. The game is COVID, so fuck them. Whatever. <laughs> All right. Uh, you want to pick next week's topic? I am down. Let me go to the website real quick. Hold on. Let's get that uh, random topic generator. All right. Here we go. We've got canoes. Diamonds, engineering, cactuses, cacti, cacti, sorry, floods, buffaloes, fencing, dogs, movie theaters, and tennis. Mm. I already got one. What do you got? Dogs. Dogs is number one. Um, I'm going to go cacti. All right, I'm going to go diamonds. All right, dogs, number one, cacti, number two. Diamonds, number three. We're talking cacti. Cacti, let's go. Talking cacti. Okay, putting that in the notes here. Cacti, let's go. Pretty excited for that. <laughs> All right, let's, uh, let's take our final break here, grab one more refill, and we will be back with some dumb thoughts and random stories to wrap up episode 60 after the break. Boys are back here finishing up episode 60 with segment three, dumb thoughts, random stories, wrapping up the show today. And uh, Jack, what do you got? All right, then. First thing I want to touch on, <laughs> baseball, right? So I thought about this the other day because I, I think I saw a highlight where somebody hit a home run, like a, a lefty hit a home run. Okay. Why are lefty swings better than righty swings all the time? They look so much cooler. Because they're unique. You, no, no, no. You can't even. They, they're just smooth. Well, no. I, I mean, I feel oh, like. Right. Let me tell you. Ken Griffey Jr., Cody Bellinger, uh, Jim Tomey, Yohan Mankata when he's from the left side. 
It just looks clean. Yeah, you're not wrong. Big poppy. Bang. That lefty swing, dude, there's just something about it. Like, it just, it looks, even though it's, statistically, it's not, it looks more natural. Jack Cannon, Coach Mitch. Bang. (laughs) Dude, like, I just thought about that, because I was like, and, like, you've seen, like, the big, like, the big, like, home run hitters. Like, I feel like they're all, like, big lefties. Prince Fielder. Yeah. Dude, they're always, like, these, like, big dudes, and their swing is always just so clean. It's just, like, bang, home run, pimp, walk off. I feel like it's just because it's just because Prince you have a, Harper. a smaller sample size. No, but it's but like even if you compare like the best righty swing versus like the best lefty swing, I feel I still feel like like Ken Griffey Jr. is the swing to end all swings. Yeah, that's a big lefty swing. It just is what it is. Yeah, I feel like it's just like more natural. Like who's like a like a righty swing that you were like, yeah, it's my guy. Uh, you got a clean swing. Lou Bob. But, like, he, even then, like, it just doesn't, like, I don't know if it just has that same, like, feel of, like, that lefty, like, bang. Yeah, I don't know. And maybe the only thing that I could think of that was, like, different, and it's not, like, the uniqueness, but it's, like, it's, like, the the way that the balls are hit. Like, because a lot of the times it would be like a righty pitcher and they'll throw that slider. So it's like sliding in towards a lefty. Yeah. And then it's like, all right, I'm fucking just taking this shit yard. And there's not as many lefty pitchers to like have that same effect on righties. Right. But I don't know why. Whenever I feel like it, I'm, I'm seeing like just like a clean, like crisp, like, let me just get hit a moonshot to like right field. And like, just drop the bat, bang! I know it's gone the second the ball leaves the bat. Like, I always just feel like it's like a lefty has that like little pop to it. Yeah, yeah. But like I said, like the swing to end all swings is Griffey, and I feel like the swing to end all swings now that's like a, a big like power swing is Bryce Harper, where it's just like when he connects with the ball, it's like that ball might go like seven hundred feet. Yoan's lefty swing is is. Considerably better than his right swing. Is Ken Griffey Jr. esque? Yeah. They they did that comparison where it's like back to back and he's got like the same like bat drop and everything like that. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. I don't I don't know why it is that way. It's just like one of those things that I was thinking about today. I was like, a lot of those people, like a lot of those big like power lefty bats are just like I feel like they stick out to me maybe a little bit more than those like righty bats, you know? Yep. I don't know, man. Just some just something to ponder on. There you go. Uh, okay, so I, this is an interesting topic. I saw this on Snapchat the other day. So I don't know if you noticed when you like you're looking at your stories, uh-huh. you got, like below that, it's like all the weird like square things. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. ever watch any of those? Uh, very rarely. So I like to dive down rabbit holes every once in a while. <laughs> okay, especially uh, the ones that are titled "Born Different," because those are just very interesting. Mm-hmm. So the other day, I saw one. Two, it was it was conjoined twins, and they were conjoined at the face. Oh, it was it was as if, and this is my here's where we get into it. So it is as if if we were conjoined, right? Mm-hmm. It was if the my right side of my face is conjoined to the left side of your face. <laughs> I'm dead serious, and so like, and it cut off like. Kind of right at like the top lip, basically. Yeah. Is where it, like 
as, as weird as it says, like, broke off into two. Oh. So, like, my question was, like, when they, like, when they brush their teeth, like, does one person brush? Or is, like, just do they both brush? No, they both brush. They both brush. <laughs> like, I don't know what. You just got, like, one of, like, they're just like, hey, here you go. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> no, because their mouths are completely separate, right? Dude, like I said, look, it's like the top of their lips. So, like, I don't know. Ah, <laughs> uh, I don't know. You know, what was, you know what was the worst part that I like that like from all of it that I watched? Mm-hmm. One of them's got to walk backwards the whole time. Why are they not facing the same direction? Dude, no, it's it's if if mine and your like my right side, of my face, my left side. Yeah, like their eyes like hit each other. Oh, so one person is walking forward. The other person is facing the other way and walking backwards. Oh, okay. Well, that's tough. But then they definitely both both brush their own teeth. Hundred percent. Because then the then they they got to spin around to spit their toothpaste out. That sucks even more. <laughs> that's just my thought. I don't know. That's tough. You know what? That's a stupid thing to think of, but I thought about it. (laughs) Like, I know that, listen, I I know they don't share a brain, but what if it was like they could see both directions at once? Oh, that'd be sick. sick. That'd be sweet, dude. You'd get a 360 view. Yeah. You'd be like unstoppable. Yeah. Okay. uh, I don't know. That's just something I thought about. Uh, Other thing I thought about. Why do other countries have so much better slang than all of us. Uh, we're just normalized to ours, so we don't appreciate it as much. No, I just don't think we have cool slang. Eh, I don't know. I, I Okay, there's one piece of slang that I really want to bring over from, it's either Australia or New Zealand. I don't remember which one, but uh, their word for a cooler. You know what that what is? is? Huh? Which is? A chili bin. I don't like it. I'm out. What? Why? Imagine going to the beach, bringing your chili bin. Chili Chili bin? I'm not carrying chili. It's a chili bin. I'm not carrying chili. Oh, I'm taking a chili bin to the beach. I like that. I'd go with like a beer bin. Get the beer bin. (laughs) Beer bin. Hey, get the beer bin. What are you drinking? Coke and beer bin. (laughs) Hey. Never know. You already know what I want to bring back. Yeah, but that's that's Australian and kind of English too. And I fucking wish that it was normalized as much here as it is there, but it's not. And it's a fucking. It's the one word that it's one swear word that I will not say on the podcast yet. But I want to. No, and I want to just bring it back the way that they use it. Not. No, I don't think that one's going to make an appearance on the pod. Just my thought. Not yet. <laughs> um, you got anything else? Um, yes, one second. Okay. Okay. I, okay, go ahead. So, I thought about this. I actually have two things. Um, I thought about this the other day. I was scrolling through my, my For You, or my, like, that's not a For You page, but it's like the, the search page on Instagram. Mm-hmm. You know, scroll down, and it's like, yeah, all that stuff. So I even forget who the girl was, but I saw like a famous girl on there. Mm-hmm. 
And I know this is like, there's like a 0% chance that this would ever happen. But I was just thinking about it. I don't think I could ever date somebody that's famous. Why? I think they care too much about everything. Oh, see, I just basically assume that if you're famous, you're just a little bit different in the non-spotlight. I would agree, but like, yeah, okay, that's perfect. That's why I couldn't date them because I couldn't be different. Like, they would just be like, oh, no, we got to get, like, dressed up. Like, we're going out. I'd be like, what the fuck? Like, well, I'm not getting dressed up. I'm just picking up Chipotle. <laughs> yeah, right. Then it would be, like, a whole deal of, like, why aren't you getting dressed up? Don't you want to look good? I'm like, I don't fucking care. <laughs> like, come on, you don't care. Why don't you care? And I'd be like, because I don't care. Well, it also depends on the famous person, too. Like, some of oh, them I have a much more. What? They, I would say, like. 90% of famous people. 95 I couldn't date. Yeah, probably. Because they would, and, cause like, and then just like all the shit that they do, be like, why do we have to do this? They'd be like, well, because we got to, you know, be friends with like X, Y, and Z, but fuck X, Y, and Z. I don't care about them, dude. I feel like it's, it's like being famous is like being in politics. Well, like you gotta play your like relationships, and I'd be like, you know what? I just don't like that person. So, I don't want to so basically, what you're telling me is that shed some light can never really take off. No, it can't. But because like it's not that like I could it's I couldn't date them. I'll hang out with them. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I'll hang out with them, and I'll be friends with them. Like I think there are, are a lot of like famous people that are would be like hilarious and great friends. Yeah. Like dating someone and being like, it's basically what you said, like putting on like a facade. Yeah. Where like I just, I just be like, no, nah, I don't want to do that. Yeah, makes sense. Like I don't, wanna, I don't want to take all these pictures. I don't want to make a TikTok to get you whatever. Be like, <laughs> I just want to fucking do whatever I do, and that's it. Okay. All right. I could get behind that. You know, it is what it is. And go. then my last thing, I asked you this earlier in the week. Best walk-up song, if you could. Put in swear words. You didn't think about this at all. And I gave you like five days to think about this. Ah, you did. And I completely and, forgot. And, and just because of that, I have a perfect walk-up song. And it's my walk-up song. And it's specifically towards you. And it's F-O-A-D by Kid Rock, a.k.a. Fuck Off and Die. Okay, great pick. That was also on at the bar last night, and I thought about you. <laughs> How you doing? That's good. That's good. Um, best walk-up song? I don't know. I mean, like, there's a lot of classics, but, like, I'm hesitant to use them because, like, I don't want to sound cliche, but I feel like there's, it's also, that's the reason that they're classics, because people use them and it's, like, recognizable, you know? Yeah. Like, my first thought was Thunderstruck. I don't hate that. My other song was, uh, Best Love Song. Oh. Uh, by T-Pain. Yeah, that's pretty good. Like the, uh, like right at the drop, that'd be my that'd be my other pick. Um, I, and could... I was trying to think of songs that were like kind of that would have like a bunch of like swear words in it, but I couldn't really think of one that would like be appropriate as a walk up song in a way that like got me hyped. I could go uh, something like early two thousands Lil Wayne. That was like about my peak of caring about rap music, and since then I just haven't listened to it. So. Something in that era. 
That's fair. <laughs> so either Thunderstruck or early 2000s Lil Wayne. That's what I'm picking. All right. <laughs> All right. So here's my question for you. And this is something that I have been pondering for the past couple days. And I have not given you a heads up on this just because I wanted to get your honest reaction on this one. And uh, the question here is, what do you think is the least stressful job in the world? And I can give you a list that I have compiled with uh, the help of some close friends, if you would like, or I can just let you rattle off your thoughts. TikTok. TikTok? Yeah, that's it. That's that's the answer. Oh, oh, being like a famous TikToker. Yeah, that's yeah. it. That's the answer. All right, so that was on the list. That's number one. And you cannot convince me otherwise. Yeah, well, I mean, my first two were things that were least stressful that I would actually enjoy doing. I don't think I would enjoy being a famous TikToker. I hate myself every single day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like the amount of work to the amount of money you're making is fucking insane. Yeah, true. I I die at the people who are like, oh, like I've seen like videos and shit of like, famous tiktokers be like man got a really stressful day like gotta plan out my tiktoks today yeah and it's like like like, could you just imagine like sitting down for the day being like all right what should i do today all right we're gonna fucking hit the wall a couple times in one tiktok (laughs) and then we're gonna fucking fake air hump with the little hands right here in the next yep and third we're gonna lip sync a song all right, fucking got my TikToks planned out. Let's go make a million bucks. <laughs> There's the day. <laughs> Any TikToker who says they have a hard life, eat dicks. Yep, I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, any other thoughts? I, I, I mean, the list that I that we composed here is more like <laughs> actual real jobs. Oh, least stressful. Least stressful. Yes. Um, bartender on the beach in Hawaii. Okay, that's not bad. We we were gonna put bartender on there, but then we felt like you know you got to deal with crowded bars, drunks, stuff like that. Bartender on a beach in Hawaii, you can't really get. That's pretty good. That's pretty good right there. And and it was funny because every time that we would think of something new, there's like always a little bit of stress kind of associated with it oh there's never gonna be a job that is stress-free right right but yeah those those would be my my two okay so the two that i thought of right away as ones that were the least stressful that i would actually enjoy um the first one was one that i wish i would have like kind of pursued and that would have been um a major league baseball bat boy oh okay see I like Bat Boy even better. I'm going to go bench coach. I don't okay. really know what to do. And so <laughs> I just imagine that there's like team morale. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that where like you're, you get a front row seat to every game, but basically have very minimal responsibilities. Yeah. You just hype up everyone. And then you can also like, t- you like, I feel like the bench coach is the guy that can actually like talk shit to the other team a little bit too. Yeah. So I'd be like talking shit to everybody, but also hyping my team up. Yeah. Bench coach. Okay. So bench coach or bat boy, that was the first one that came to mind. Or just any, any major league player that doesn't play. 
Okay, but I thought about this too. But the rest of your week, you got to go through like hard workouts, hard practices. Like, you do, you do, but you don't because like you get that pass where like you're the walk on at like college where like no one really gives a fuck if you actually do it or not. Yeah, but once you get to the pros, that's your job. So you got to be good enough to keep the job. Yeah, you. But like, you got to be just good. <laughs> or you just have to have people like you. Yeah, I don't know. If you have enough people like you on a team, like they're gonna fucking keep you around. All right. So that was the first one that I thought of. Second one, very relevant to us, and I don't know if it was just because it was our experience or if it's like that in general. But lawn care—that's pretty stress-free. Yeah, yes and no, where it's like, it's not stressful, but it's like tedious and like it, it demanding. Yeah, but I do that like eight days out of the week. I guess, yeah. I love that. All right. So then the rest were um, other suggestions here, and I'd like to get your takes on them. Uh, janitor? Nah, I fucking, nah. Janitors suck. They like they don't suck, but the job sucks. The job sucks, but there's not much stress other than like if you got to th- clean up some yak or something. Yeah. Um, okay. Next one. Personal chef. Because you're not. Like it could suck uh, at one point when they're like that person comes home and they're like, "Hey, I got like eight people coming over. They get whip up some food." Right, but remember, we're not talking about sucking. We're talking about least stressful. Yeah, but that's stressful. Right, but we went personal chef because if you were like a chef in a fancy restaurant, you got to be cranking out orders all night. If you're a personal chef, the most people you're going to be serving is like 10. Yeah, but at the same time, like I feel like a chef is a stressful job always because like you're always looking at multiple things. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's got to be like, oh, I got to be over here. Got to get this. Got to get that. All right. Uh, next on the list, as you already touched on, was a social media influencer. Oh, dude, that's that is number one, and it's not even close. Yeah. Um. <laughs> all right. People who fu- try to make it sound like that's a hard job, eat dicks. <laughs> Fair. Eat every dick, dude. Fair. Uh, next one, I think has some stress to it, but could be really fun. Um, a PA announcer. Yeah, I would agree. Because if you fuck up, it's like it's like real bad. Right, but, but like if, at the same time, it'd be like real fun to be like good at it. That's what I'm saying. If you're good at that and you can just flow through the game like that, that that'd be a sick job. All right, uh, next one, kind of in the same light. Where if you mess yeah. up, it's bad, but if you're good at it, it's good. Um, a brewer. I feel like you can't really mess up with that though. Yeah, I mean, if you mess up with like a full batch of beer. Yeah, then you're fucked. Right, but in the in the meantime, the rest of the job I can't, I feel like can't be that stressful. <laughs> okay, I got three left here. Um, next one is a food or movie critic. Movie critic. You just you just got to sit there and give your opinion. Yeah. That, there's no way that that can be that stressful. Oh, I got you. I know. I know the answer. Okay. Minority. That fucking dickhead. <laughs> That's a really successful job. A bracketologist. A bracketologist. Joe Lenardi. <laughs> did you even see him this year? I barely watched any TV, dude. Fuck you, Joe Lenardi. Ain't a meteorologist. Both of you guys have really stressful jobs. All right, I got two left. Um, a children's book illustrator. 
Nah, because you still got to draw and meet deadlines and stuff like that. Yeah, but if you're an illustrator, you're good at drawing, so it can't be that hard. Yeah, but like, what if the guy doesn't get you the book until like he's like, "Hey, man, I need this drawn by like later today." You'd be like, "Ah, oh, fuck." <laughs> I guess, yeah. You're just drawing like bunny rabbits and stuff the rest of the day, though. It's the big picture, so. True. True. All right, and then the last one was a uh, a game show host. Yeah, it's probably pretty easy. You just got to read a prompt and speak every like so often. Everyone else takes care of the main work. I would agree with you. Yeah. So just thought I'd pick your brain on those least stressful jobs. Another one that I just thought of as we were talking through this was a successful podcast host. No, but I feel like that is kind of stressful. It's kind of stressful, but like if your job is literally to just hop on here and talk, you're you're living pretty well. Yeah, I guess. So maybe one day shed some light and <laughs> allow us to do that. <laughs> maybe one day. Um, anything else you want to touch on today? I think that's it. All right. Well, that is where we are wrapping up episode 60. We appreciate everyone for listening. Check out the description down below. It's got links to all of our social media as well as the link to leave us a voicemail if you so please. We would love to hear from you. Give us that five-star rating and review. And hope everyone has a great weekend. You made it to Friday, so congrats. In the meantime, we'll catch you on Monday, but keep them cold. Keep them cold, everyone.